Good evening, everybody. I think we're live. Welcome back to the Renegade Voice Show. Todd here. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Sorry, it's a little bit late for my show. Been running around today. Had a bunch going on. And like I said, when I announced it, it could be a few minutes late. Well, you know, slid into the house. And man, I'll tell you what, after all day out in this heat, I needed a quick shower. So got myself here as quick as I could. And it's, it's been a minute. And uh, then we'll do a question and answer, hang out, uh, do Nostra Ness and whatnot. And anybody who wants to hang out and just bullshit for a while, we'll let the recording run for a bit, eh, probably into the hour, and then uh, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. Uh, so glad it's a little bit uh, noisy, so I'm uh, a little annoying, but I've got my little air. And even with that going, it's 84 degrees in this room. So it's, uh, it's a burner out here. And I tell you what, it will take it out of you. So I did miss last week. Too good. I don't think it was anything I ate. Just couldn't really isolate it down to something that made sense. And a few other people I knew were were dealing with the same thing, and they didn't eat anything close to what I did. So had about two days, really messed up stomach and just wiped of energy. That uh, knocked me out last week, and I wanted to get something done over the weekend, but I've been trying to work on this smoker project and a bunch of other little things. So. You know, feel like uh, you're walking on the river sometimes. Having these plans to get stuff done, and sometimes by the end of the day, you're just you're just toast. I'll languish in front of this air conditioner for a while. Anyways, guys, let me catch up on the comments a little bit. Glad you all were in here early and waiting on me. We got seven people in the in here. Let's take a look here. <laughs> Brian, is there anybody out there? Hey, Brian. Hey, Lisa. How's it going? Canadian Farmstead. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, you know, late to my own show. What the hell? I'm going to kick myself right off the broadcast. Anyways, let's see here. What we got? Uh, yep, give them zero respect. Zero respect, Kyle. Golden Crickets, good to see you. Glad y'all made it in. And let's see who else is here. Rachel Brown, where's the slacker? You're right. Fashionably late. Fashionably late. Let's see here. Welcome to my own show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Oh, uh, I just want to do a quick uh, catch up. Like I said, let you know what's uh, been going on in my world. Mostly just a uh, combination of work at home. I'm trying to do a little bit of work online, try to beat the heat a little bit. Uh, but I'm all over the place. Back over at the shop part of the time, helping set up some potential slaughters somewhere else part of the time. Birds outside screaming out there half the damn time. So it's been a mess. It's been a mess. And I'll tell you what, it just left me kind of burnt out. So I've been uh, taking the time to kick back a little bit, maybe watch a few movies in the evening and uh, just try to stay cool. It's cooler in the bedroom than it is in here. So do what you got to do to beat it. But it is what it is. That's what you get for living in Texas. Anyways, let's see here. Who else do we got here? Eric. Eric Lee. Man, you made it to a live show. Awesome. And good to have you finally. Blake Sleekers. Hey, Blake Slee. Joseph. Whoa, sorry. We're clicking through a bunch here. I know. I know. Still love you, Joshua. That's Corey's uh, nickname for me, apparently. And I think Kyle's adopted it. So there we go. We don't know where it came from, but we think it's stuck. So, <laughs> all right. Let's see here. What is this? Guys that uh, knew it was going to be a late start. I said it when I announced this. 
And here we are. Let's see. All right, guys. Well, if anybody's got any comments or in the actual chat, toss them out there while I ramble here a bit. I will try to answer a few of those. If I pop over this thing, and oh, actually, I see I should unmute my mic over there. If anybody does pop in, that way they know uh, what is going on. And let me go ahead and set that up and start it because that's where I'm going to do the audio version of the Q&A. I will leave this uh, this open streaming to StreamYard, though. I'll just be off the screen and it'll be audio during that portion. So I will try to pop back in occasionally and see if there's some text chats, but I probably won't see them all. So we'll have a little bit going in both places, but that's a little bit more audio. And it's been a while since I've done that. It taps into that Noxia community. So we will do that as well. Um, got a couple new seasoning blends that I should be getting on the website here sometime this week. For sure, once I get uh, all the labeling figured out and everything, and I actually have some good pictures. I've been working on occasion seasoning. The mail to the people, and uh, at least one more type of steak seasoning that I wanted up, as well as the brisket. I've had some brisket rub that I made up, and announcer about it. So I need to up actually the item out and set it up and get it on the actually have to be something offered for people to be able to get a hold of. So add it to the list of things. Uh, here, drink some generic Gatorade. Restore some of these uh, electrolytes and sweating out all day. All right, here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, follow the lock project at all as Brian's. So we're talking about the little armored one. That's been a saga that was going on for about a week. Poor little armadillo. I wasn't even aware that they had armadillos in Tennessee. They made it that far north, but apparently they have. And uh, there was one that will roadkill, and it took them a long time, long time to finally get picked apart. But I guess when you live in a camper with three dogs, that's uh, that's better than TV. So <laughs> here we go. Let's see here. Uh, ah, yes. Yep. Go on an order. Absolutely. And if uh, you don't see what you're looking for up there, just shoot me a message, and I'll get you taken care of. If I don't have those items live yet, I need to sit down and put my attention on that instead of being like a squirrel and any other projects when I'm doing my website stuff. Uh, <laughs> I need to uh, get those all live. So, but I can always get it and I can always take care of it on the back end. No, not that kind of uh, take care of it on the back end, Kyle. Kyle, what cut do the meat curtains come from? That's a great question. Um, I think you probably are not the best one to answer that given your background. You're more of a sausage guy. Um, let's see here. Um, dun, dun, dun. Lisa, did you get my big 50th episode prize out? It should be in the mail for you. Uh, I will double check. I should have that. Uh, I think I sent you the the shipping. Uh, what's the name of that? Tracking number. But if not, I will uh, I'll get that rolling out here to you and, and let you know. So I'll circle back and double check. But I should because you've got that. Uh, you won that one month of the season of the month. So. Let's see here. I believe I've got the. Let's see. Oh Lord. Okay. They're going off about the. Let's see. Hey, I'm not even going to grab that comment. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. But all right. Well, if we got any serious, uh, questions, toss them out there. And uh, if you didn't get a chance, like I said last week, I was out of it, so I was not running my episode. But the previous one was actually a really good one to sit and watch. We had uh, four butchers all on, and we were all just going around around the horn. Uh, answering audience questions and talking about uh, just what it's like to be a small-time butcher. And it was a really good show. Uh, we went for 
hours, but it was entertaining the entire time. Uh, I'd love to do it again. When the stars align and we, our schedules actually all work, I believe Saturday, it's probably going to be 7 Central. We'll have him announce it. I can put that out there for sure. In the Telegram groups, and I'll be sure to share it. But Saturday, me and I know Joseph from Place of Hatred over here for sure. Uh, we'll be on Kyle's show. We're going to do another kind of just hangout roundtable session. So should be a good time. And uh, I get back into the swing of the podcasting too. I need to get back into doing short videos and things like that. It's one of those things, guys. When it's hard, you, you sit back, lose that momentum, you get out of the habit of it. It's like ten times harder to get back to it. So, no excuses. Got to get on it. Let's see here. Oh wow, they're just going sideways down there in the comments. No surprise. No surprise. Um, don't see anybody popping over. In the Nostra Nest yet, so I'm not in a huge hurry to jump over there. Let's see here. What else do we have going on? I'm trying to think what else has been happening with me other than, uh, oh, just little little things. There's always stuff to get done. The car, maintenance, in the middle of things. Don't expect it to. Uh, yesterday, we had smoke sausage, and that turned into a shit show. Propane burner issues. I thought the propane burner was out, even though it didn't feel like it. Finally, was able to get some gas out of it, but you know, it wasn't that. I replaced the burner because the burner had been kind of clogged up, or I thought that may have been the issue because you know how in those uh, the propane burners they have like put under a crawfish boiler or a turkey turkey cooker, they've got the uh, the air inlet adjustments on the back. I was getting things shooting out the backside after 10, 15 seconds. I could not figure out what was going on with it. No matter how I adjusted it, it kept backfiring on me. And in the closed box, it's not a good thing. So. Um, I put a new burner on it and once I got it up, well, then it wasn't going, it, it wouldn't work. I took the hose off, took the regulator off, turned out there were some mud daubers got up in there. I actually had to take some, uh, uh, electric fence wire, run it in there, break it all up, pull it out of the air hose and uh, managed to get it working. And then I was having the same issue, flame shooting out the back. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. So. As I'm sitting there listening to it, I keep hearing gas hissing. I'm like, I shouldn't be hearing gas hissing when there's a flame light. Sure enough, pull the burner out where I could access it a little bit, start, you know, leave it on low, lighter along it. And yep, there is out the back of the crimp or the hose, the thing on the end of the hose. So yeah, it's going to be it's a new regulator, new hose going to go on there. Not a big deal. By the time I troubleshoot all this and get it figured out, you're talking uh, three in the afternoon. So. I'm not starting a four-hour stuff. Hottest part of the day, and I had other shit I needed to do. So, and uh, I need to get that done today. But you know, life happens. Life happens. So, there we are. That was fun. But you never know what's going to get thrown at you. Always something new with the troubleshooting. Thankfully, that sausage is secure and safe in a walk-in cooler. Let's see here. Oh Lord, what is going on here? Oh, Lisa says, you got uh, armadillos and porcupines in Kansas. Had no idea until I saw a dead one on the side of the road. There's actually a lot of people in Texas, uh, especially in town, that have said they've never seen a live armadillo, where it surprises them, because they're mostly out dead at night. Um, the running joke for a lot of folks is that they thought armadillos are born dead on the side of the road. Oh, let's see here. Yep, uh, I thought it when I said it. it ain't got no gas in it. But... Nope, it had gas in it. Just wasn't getting gas out of it. And when I got gas out of it, it's coming from places it shouldn't have come from. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian remembers that. I'm out of gas incident. We're not. Oh, yeah. You know, long day. The valve turned off. No, that wasn't the issue this time. It was actually a hardware issue. So I was actually thinking what you were doing with, uh, with your cook stove for a while there, Brian, where it gets what they call slugged. But no, no, I just, I wasn't able to get the air movement through the thing. I had the whole hose off, trying to run compressed air through it. I was trying to run the pressurized water through it. I was down to, I was just going to let the soak, figure it done, and bring another one in anyway. And then, yeah, last minute, I managed to find some wire that was steel wire that was uh, actually small enough to get in the orifice. Yeah, I know that's going to make the comments go wild. Uh, managed to actually get it to flow. And once I did, blew it out some air, getting the main water out of it. There we go. It was up and running too well. Yeah, let's see here. Oh, yeah, there we go. He says he's got to put out a post to see if there's anything anybody wants to talk about on Saturday as far as questions or whatnot. That'll be a good one. A title that show yet, or are you still working on it? Or is that one that we all need to name? You know, it's going to be what? Three butchers, one cast, some, something weird like that. Who knows? All right, let's see. Oh, I see Golden Grace over there. She's on stage. All right, and Chris down there. Awesome, guys. I'm, uh, I'm live on YouTube right now, just catching up on a few of the comments. Move everybody to the audience just for the moment for now down there. And then uh, once I get everything situated and I'm audio only, I will pop over on the Nest more. Just uh, multi-streaming. So, all right. Here we go. If uh, give a couple minutes here, if there's no more text questions that come in, we'll pop over and just do the informal hangout session because well, I'd love to have something more prepared tonight. I honestly don't, guys. So. But it's been long since I said did a show or ran an ask. It was time. It was definitely time. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh yeah, so we can't rename the backwards episode. That's right. The, the episode name created on the spot. All right, there we go. Yeah, that's right. Killing horses. The last one we had the name. Uh, let's see. Lisa's trade in the Ford Fiesta and look for a Pontiac vibe. Uh, first of all, no, I'm not trading anything right now. I'm not dealing with financing bullshit right now. I, long story. Anyway, uh, three dealer it's still kicking. Doesn't look pretty, but it's good on gas mileage and still runs. Well, that's awesome. I don't know how the, the Fiesta would do in that year because I've hit zero, thankfully. Um, I don't want to hit any. And judging by the deer I have hit in the past with larger vehicles, I'm not putting my money on a Pontiac doing any better if it comes to hitting a deer than this, this little thing. This thing's small enough that it, it might bounce off the deer. I don't know. The old Easter egg, it's, it's the shape. You know, it's, it's a structural thing. It's like a bolt. Like it does work pretty well for what it is. Um, I, mean, I talk shit about it a lot of times, but it's pretty good on gas. Around and being a hatchback, I can actually put a lot more in there than you think for the size of it. If you look at that damn car, and I can pretty much get it anywhere. Really nice being able to, uh, if you need to, do a turn on you know, a two lane back road without having to make it a 16 point turn. Anyways, guys, all right. With that, I think I'm going to bring up the master nest on the screen. Our, and we'll go full screen on that. I will mute my audio for this tab. 
and we're going to keep that recording. I'm going to get the headphones on. Here we go. Let's figure out my, sorry. What's going on? I'm hearing everything twice. Let me get my crap together here. We should be able to hear this. Okay. Here we go. Maybe. Sorry, technical issues, guys. Is, uh, I'm hearing myself in an echo, and it makes no sense. Um, I don't want to need that tab. All right, let's see if that does. No. Okay, I'm just going to have to roll with it for now and listen to myself talk. Anyway, let me bring something up on the stage here. Just here hanging out, talking, bullshitting about meat, butchery, whatever. And if you got some questions, go ahead and unmute your mic and do what you want to do. Let's see. I'm sure I'll be able to get... All right. So anyway, how you guys doing? Uh, Chris over here. We got Golden Crickets, Dr. Fred. I think I hear you. <laughs> All right. Is it, if I mute this, maybe it takes care of it. No, it doesn't. That is so bizarre. Ah, uh, here it is. I had to have uh, another account on Nest to open it up so that I could uh, get the announcement to go out. And I was hearing myself because I had it open in the background. Anyways, folks, sorry. Talking to myself there. How's everybody doing? See, Chris is there with his mic open, but I don't hear any audio. So it may. A refresh thing if you're talking because I don't hear you. Uh, I see Jose down here. I'll bring you up to the stage as well. Anybody has any questions, go ahead and throw them out. I'll try to keep an eye on the text chat too. Uh, Lisa says in the text chat she can fit three full sheep in the back. There's <laughs> a lot more back there than you think. I probably could. Um, I don't want to fit sheep in there at, at all if possible. Guys, how is it going? I don't hear anybody at the moment. I may have to refresh Nostrinus. Let's see. Hi, everyone. Hi, Can you hear me? Hey. I hear you now. Doing? How are you doing, bud? How have you been? You have a good day? Oh, it's not been too bad. been busy. It's been hot, but uh, uh, finally catching up and run a little uh, podcast and chat session here. Who will get butchered tonight? What's that? Who will get butchered tonight? <laughs> we got two of them. We got two butchers in here. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? See, oh, butcher popped in too. That's my buddy Kyle. Oh, we live in the dream. Oh yeah, I saw. I know you did. Uh, you killed the pig there, right? Oh, that sad little thing. A little bitty thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, I know who it came from. I know who. 
sold sold the pig to the guy. So I'm not surprised about this. Uh, was it uh, younger? Was huh? it a younger animal, or was it uh, just kind of poor? No, it was a it was like a six month old Yorkshire. Hmm. Okay, and it was 101 pounds hang weight. Woo. Much fat on it? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah, just starving. Poor thing. I'm shocked the bullet actually didn't go through. I thought this thing, because yeah. it was a buddy who dropped it, or a buddy of mine who was another customer who was bringing it over for my customer. Mm-hmm. And he had it in like a thrown together uh, cattle panel cage in the back of his truck. Right, and I'm like, and his name is also Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, I'm gonna blow right through this goddamn thing and hit the bed of your truck. And luckily, it didn't. I gotta hop off for a second. I'll be right back. You're good to go. You're good to go. Uh, how's everybody else in here doing tonight? I was gonna say, what's wrong with makeshift pens? Nothing wrong with makeshift pens. They work. They do. I think he was worried about. He was he was putting the bullet in it. Kyle's hoity toity now with his shop. He was worried about shooting through the pig and into the guy's truck, I think, was the, the main concern. When you're shooting it in the back of a truck and it's yeah. such a small pig, you're worried about it uh, going through the pig into into the gas tank. be a problem. Into the gas tank. Well, then take it out of the truck. Well, I think anyway. that, was the, that was the discussion. <laughs> uh, the makeshift pen was the bed of a truck, so... Yeah, that's why it's it's hard if you if you got people coming to you, you almost have to have like a <sighs> loading pen or something. Becomes too much of a pain in the ass. I would think you yeah. can't you can't hope and expect everyone to have everything. No, I mean he probably could have put it in like a cattle trailer or something, but that can get a little. Unless you make that the rule. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So Jose, how you doing down there, man? I've been, I've seen you about on Master. I haven't uh, haven't seen you on a nest in a while. What you up to today? Hello, hello, everyone. I'm okay. Good, um, good. Very hot here in Portugal today. In Portugal, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure, it's pretty warm there too. I'm in, I'm in Texas, so it's it's hot here too. It's it's just we're in the middle of it. We got months of it yet to go. In the north or in the south? Jose, north or south of Portugal? I'm listening a little bit. Uh, let me let me get my phones. Oh, Wait. you're fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's see when Kyle comes back. Like I said, I was just giving everybody an update on what I've had going on this week. I hadn't uh, didn't have a chance to put a podcast episode out last week because I was kind of out of it. And... Needed to get one done, but didn't have a topic, so I decided I was just going to do like live question and answers type thing for a quick. Got it streaming over on YouTube and stuff, and then I'll uh, kill that after a while, and we'll just leave this nest open for anybody to hang out and, and bullshit if they want. Has anybody got any questions on meat processing, homesteading, anything like that, or we just all hanging out because we saw a nest open? <laughs> Go ahead, Fred. Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally interested in buying a farm. I don't know where. I mean, I bought a place, a small place here in Mexico, but mm. I'm thinking about either Uruguay or Paraguay. And okay. I'm just starting. I'm reading up on everything. 
I'm trying to get as much information as I can. I want to get chicken. I already have some. And nice. I want to get maybe some animals, some... Um, I don't know where to start, and I'm thankful for all the information. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you're... I know you're on on Noster quite a bit, follow that Grow Noster home uh, tag. There's a ton of homesteaders that are always posting stuff. But yeah, I'd say get yourself some land, try to set up your, what infrastructure you can first before you get the animals and uh, start small. That's why I always tell people, if you haven't done it before, like you said, you got some chickens and stuff. Yeah, don't don't go out and buy like a hundred birds at one time or yeah, forty head so of cattle. Start out and learn, learn it and get used to it, get the rhythm and then decide how big you want to go. That's that's the mistake. Everybody gets excited and they want to buy the whole farm at one time, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I have some chicken with a neighbor. Oh, my, nice. My neighbor, you know, here everything is shared, and mm -hmm. uh, they take care of the chicken. They can keep the eggs, or most of the eggs, and I get my fresh eggs from them. Nice. That's how I do it, and I learn a lot. Yeah, that's that's a great that's way to do it. Great way to do it. Can can you listen me well? Yeah. I can hear you. Now I have, now I have my phones. I am listening. I'm listening uh, pretty well right now. Uh, I'm um, I'm starting to have uh, some chickens here. Oh, nice! But uh, uh, I uh, I bought I bought twenty five and five of them to to put eggs, but um, they are uh, not putting eggs uh, right now. Still fairly young. Yeah, yeah, three months. Oh, yeah, It'll, there'll be a few months yet before they start. So. Well, that's good. You should start. You should be getting uh, eggs when it starts to cool down in the fall. So that's that's a good time for them to start. And then you get to the point where you have so many animals that you're like, screw chickens. I don't even want them. <laughs> <laughs> I still like keeping them around for eggs, but I have I have no interest in running in running meat chickens. Uh, there's just a yeah, lot more work I, involved. We're not we're not doing any poultry this year. I've decided. Yeah. I, I I I've kind of got it infrastructure wise, and I'm so used to it that uh, I can always run. I probably always will run some level of poultry, and it's kind of just almost automated. Like I still have to do a little bit every day, but it's not uh, it's not a constant battle like it right. would be with the yeah. <laughs> oh, Canadian Farmstead made it in. Hey, is that who it is? Okay, that's who steak is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's just going to sit over there in silence. He's probably. not going to contribute at all. Maybe. Goddamn snow Mexican. I saw an unmute almost. Come on. Oh, oh. There he is. You can do it. We oh, believe in you. Oh. You just got to bait him with a little maple syrup. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know, we've got a Telegram group with a lot of folks that. Uh, we're always hanging out and bullshitting. So, uh, Canadian Farmstead and Kyle here are both regulars over there. So, we there's a lot of that uh, just almost locker room talk half the time. <laughs> we give each other shit. But, by the way, I guess I'm chopped liver then. Well, well you're there too. You're there too. We're well, trying to be respectful and not involve you in the, the mentioning of locker room talk. You're worse than the rest of us. So, I was going to say, not <laughs> locker room talk. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I think maybe the heat got to him today. It might be today. Today, today has been a very hot day. I'll he's tell you thinking what. that. 
It was. It uh, hasn't even been that hot here. It's only been in the 70s, but oh, it's like you. 120% <laughs> humidity. Like it is like, it feels like you're swimming. Oh, it's in the 70s. It's so hot. So humid. Hey, listen. <laughs> got the soft, I've got the soft northern skin. Currently outside, oh, it says it now. is 70 degrees and 40% humidity. Screw both of you. <laughs> I also have a rushing giant creek next to my house that just constantly brings in nice cool air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know, we know. You live in this like perfect weather environment. <laughs> no, let me see. I'm looking at the temp right now according it's, to until it snows, and then I just want to burn the whole place down. So it's oh, yeah. it's sixty-nine degrees right now. Or everything's a trade-off, that's what he says. I, oh wow! Actually, the humidity is a little bit lower Barf. today. I'm only at 78% humidity, but it's currently 98. It was 101 a couple of hours ago. Currently feels like 109 Fahrenheit. So yeah, screw that. Yeah, and that's uh, that's been like that for like the last two weeks. So you yeah, moved there. I did. I did. I did. I'll tell you what. It's really nice. In the How do you floor. not live in a hole in the ground or something? I'm trying to right now, but it's it's like a hole. In that's the what corner. I do. I just burrow. <laughs> Uh, our water table's too high. I'd be, I'd have to learn how to, to grow gills if I was going to do that. <laughs> I'd like to see that trick. No shit. No, that's on the southeast side of the state. Everybody thinks that Texas <laughs> is hot and dry, like Mexico or something. And a lot of the state is this part. No, it's more like Mississippi, Louisiana. Um, do you have gators? Yeah, we got gators. Nice. Yeah. Um, not, I don't have any here on the property because I oh, don't just have like a around big enough. Oh, yeah. I've, I'm within 30 miles of, of two huge uh, lakes that are big, like national bass championship fishing lakes. Uh, and the, the Trinity River is not far from me. And they're just loaded full of alligators, loaded full of them. Um, hell, I was kayaking, fishing a couple of years back, and there was a 16-footer that was making me real nervous. Nope. When it's bigger than the boat, you start paddling <sighs> the other way. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. We went, um, we went down to Key West at one point. It was a couple of years ago now, and we rented kayaks. <clears throat> and they like you can go through all the mangroves and stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it was super cool. I went with my wife and my father-in-law, and we're just kayaking around. And we had a great time. Didn't see anything. And um, we're sitting at like the bar next to the uh, rental place, and we're sitting down there eating, and we're shooting the shit with the bartender. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, did you see any gators or sharks? And we're like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? He's like, Oh, you're in the mangroves, right? And we're like, Yeah. And he's like, bull Oh, sharks. yeah, there's routinely like 10 foot bull sharks and <laughs> gators that come down from hurricanes. And I'm like, Fuck all of that. Cause like there were moments where you couldn't like paddle, you had to like push yourself through. And I'm oh, like, Oh, yeah. All of this. We've got a lot of spots like that out here too. It's, it's a little, unnerving but the only time i've ever been nervous was when i was on the shallow end of a lake that was just covered up with weeds and i started seeing two of them kind of coming up and i realized it's the time of the year where they're probably guarding a nest and Uh i should probably move the other way and uh yeah i had somebody out there with me and they're like well what do we do if they attack or if they start coming at you i'm like paddle as fast as you can to open water and start yelling for like a park ranger as loud as you can and like, well, Same what about prayer. get to the shore? I'm like, don't fucking get to the shore. Don't get out of the fucking boat. You're better off in the boat 
because they can move faster than you could ever move on land, and you'll never get out of a kayak fast enough. New, no. but they, see, I would much they, rather I'd much rather face a black bear. Any they day. don't. The, the gators are they're not crocodiles. The gators generally are not aggressive. Uh, it's like maybe once every other year you hear of somebody getting bit and it was either a kid that gets grabbed and then like let go of because it just made a mistake and people were dumb and had been feeding it next to a swimming area because people are idiots and like to feed the wildlife. Um, or every other time uh, the headline will read suspect alcohol involved. Somebody got drunk you, and decided I'm going to go wrestle a gator. Did you see the video of this year? The guy from Jacksonville that was it was a bar like right on the river, and the dude was like, "I'm going to go wrestle that gator." I think it grabbed his arm, go. pulled it off, uh -huh. and then the part of the video I saw was him armless. Uh -huh. You could see the bone and everything slapping the water, trying to find his other arm. <laughs> and my favorite part of the video was the first the quote unquote first responder got him down. And I'm pretty sure he started putting on a tourniquet and I'd hope so. the entire rest of the video never dropped the cigarette out of his mouth. Ashed it in but his mouth. The first responder or the guy with the, the, who got his arm ripped off? No. Well, he wasn't a medical first responder. Oh. He was another drunk person in the bar that oh, okay. grabbed him, threw him to the ground and like started putting like, like a tourniquet on or like started helping him and doing a good job, but he never dropped the cigarette. He was a champ. That is the like most at one point in the video, I watched him ash it in his mouth. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, all right. That's like that uh that random video. I'm sure you've seen it of uh these guys going through the the Everglades on uh one of those uh big mud boats. And yes. they come across there's a guy the who's just out the there. Yeah, there's a guy out here just like literally walking in a pair of tidy whiteies, just eating nope, a piece. Just eat, and he's like eating a piece of cheesecake. And uh, he, they took him and said, "Hey, are you okay?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah." They're like, "Is that cheesecake?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he just goes on about his business, walking through the swamp, eating a piece of cheesecake in his underwear. And I'm like, "Yep, that's Florida. That's Florida." Yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Seth, what's he's up, man? What's going on? Just bullshitting with some people. Doing a, I was going to do like a Q&A type thing here at the end of my podcast. And uh, we've just been talking about Florida man and gators the last couple of minutes. So. Sweet. Yeah. Like, e eating gators or getting oh, attacked by gators? Both. Both, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Eating gators, gators eating people, you know, the fun stuff. We're talking about the heat and how the side of Texas I'm on, the, the climate's really more like, you know, Mississippi, Louisiana. And uh, of course, Kyle had to bring up gators. He he goes out and wrestles black bears, but he's he's scared of of a, a gator. So, yeah. No, again, <laughs> I would much rather like be walking through the woods and see a black bear because I know I have a freaking hand cannon on me that I'll be able to like do something. Yeah, I, like, I, I can, can shoot a gator. And I can shoot a gator in a swamp. That wouldn't too. stop an alligator, though. Shit would. I know, but something about yeah. water. Water scares me. Your know. logic <laughs> is flawed. You, you don't want to get in that death roll. You never I live, watched. I live uh, in the mountains. I don't. I don't do water. You never watched uh, that. That uh, what's it? The uh, Swamp People. That show. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. No. I mean, of course. It's like a twenty-two magnum. They're shooting those big old things with. Shoot them. <laughs> Shoot it. Guarantee you pull a nine or forty-five. You carry that freaking forty-five long colt on you all the damn time. I think it blow the head off a gator. You'd be fine. 
Dude, I am again. I am so shocked that bullet didn't go through that pig. Yeah. It it literally was right on the skin on the other on the underneath because I was mm-hmm. like I told the, the kid I was like, this is going to go through this pig and into your truck bed. He's like, I don't care anymore. Like his back window, half of it smashed out. Like I would be worried about the gas tank. And he's driven this thing since I've known him for years now. Yeah. With the window, but he's like, I don't care. Just and uh, <laughs> he. He looked and he's like, it didn't go through. And I looked and there was just a little, it looked like a little pimple on the bottom. And I cut it out and the bullet was perfect. Nice. Nice. That's because it's you use such a big bullet, it slowed it down. Yeah, exactly. And it's the cowboy action rounds. So they're already uh yep. So they're not yeah. super high power. Yeah, that's right. the main reason I use those, because I can get those in bulk for like under three hundred dollars for two fifty. Man. Oh, pigs, that's the one thing. Like I I'm not scared generally. Uh, I've had a few moments where I've been a little nervous but i'm not scared generally being around gators the thing that does make me more nervous and makes makes me go strapped for sure if i'm out especially alone especially at night is freaking hogs because you run up on a pack of hogs and they've got piglets it's i've had a couple of boars charge me in the dark before but usually they're just they're just trying to bluff and then they'll turn and run off it's very rare usually you got to go after them uh, or, or they've got to be wounded to actually come at you. But you yeah. get anywhere near piglets, a sow is so much worse than a boar. Oh, she will sure. not stop until you are dead. <laughs> the rest of them join her. So, and I have, I no, have, I, I've come up on packs of 60, 70 wild pigs in a, in a pasture before. Yeah. So, yeah. no, I get it. I mean, I've been, I mean, I haven't been chased by wild pigs, I've been chased by giant fucking domestics which is I've, i don't know if it's better or worse i've not been chased by them um i've had them try to come at me through the side of, of traps i've uh, i've thought one was chasing me and i i took off running and about shit myself one time and come to find out it was an armadillo um, but i'll tell oh, you what if you are in a deer stand and you happen to fall asleep and wake up and it's pitch black dark and you're leaning over the side and catch yourself and you're hugging the tree get yourself down you finally get yourself on the ground and you're picking your way back and you hear something grunt and move in a bush next to you your life flashes before your eyes for a moment i'll tell oh, you that right now <laughs> i do that every hunting season uh-huh oh yeah because you're dealing with bears yeah and they can climb up the tree it's true it's true oh uh, yeah, yeah. We don't. No, have I had one. My buddy, one sp- of my buddy's pigs, fucking hated me. Like yeah. it, legitimately, just hated me. It was the sweetest <laughs> pig with everybody else. And every time I got into that pen, mouth open, full charge, I'm gonna murder you, mm-hmm. like pig. And I'm actually he. They ended up getting rid of it and it went to somebody else, and they can't handle it. I think they're coming to me oh, next month to get them processed. I'm like, oh. Fun. That was a, can't wait. So at one point, the old job I used to work at, we had uh, where I was running the kill floor. My one boss would do stupid crap all the time that he just he knew wasn't he wasn't supposed to, and I gave him shit because I was like, if you get caught, they can shut your ass down because we're not supposed to mess with wild pigs there because you know, well at least not slaughter yeah, it's them. Because oh yeah, well and it's a weird situation and they're worried about like that so. Right, but a lie, and that this domestic they just didn't want to dick with it. They'll say it's a wild pig because it's easier to test the game. Or in this case, the guy just really wanted to get trapped, wanted to run it in 
in my pen for a while and just said it, it's it's a heritage breed this thing was yeah. wild you've ever seen this thing was i mean straight up i mean it made old senor there look uh, like a big sweet baby this thing had the razor back it, it wasn't probably right. more than 70 pounds but it was like a tasmanian devil like it was sitting there because we had the right pens and stuff like it was like trying to chew through mm -hmm. the freaking pipe to get to you when you walk by foaming at the mouth and i'm like what the shit so it came in on like a friday and my boss was like hey you want to make a little extra cash and i'm like i'm always gonna make a little extra cash what are you talking he goes you want to come pants. in and uh yeah. he's like you want to come in and uh and take and kill a couple things tomorrow just get them in the cooler i'm like yeah he's like oh, it's just stuff we don't want to have sit over the weekend and then I, I get called by a coworker and he lets me know about this pig, sends me a video of it. And I'm like, oh, he didn't tell me Tasmanian devil pig by myself tomorrow. Uh-huh. Like, okay, so I came, I came prepared though. I was going to die this day. I I was at literal wearing motorcycles. Mm -hmm. I uh I had a pistol on me just in case. Um I was wearing those like steak shin guards, like the hard plastic ones over your boots. I was wearing the thing to yep. get this thing out of a pen, down into a hallway, work it up through a swing door into a chute, and then into the slaughter floor by myself. And oh, I'm on this thing, and it's like a four-foot alleyway. So <laughs> there's a lot of room for this thing to move around. They can spin on down. So, you know, I'm like, this is, this is going to I would have dropped it in the pen. I would nope. I really thought about it because I could have just drug it in there. Uh, but it was it was I would have dragged it. But they're also they were 10 by 10 pens because we'd usually keep cattle in them and whatever else we needed to. But man, yeah. it because it was moving around so much. I'm like, man, I don't want to shoot a hole through the back of the damn shop. I'll try. I've got the damn thing in there. Uh, but I was I was up on the bar walking up about four foot, you know, moving scooting along. Uh, the whole time and it was literally jumping and like nipping at my heels the whole damn time i finally got That's, it to go in yeah. because it was hunting me i had to like crawl in and like jump in and just hop over the freaking box and then run around and slam the door behind it so it was wild nope uh, i got pictures nope. of that damn thing somewhere but yeah it's straight up just a mean wild pig and i ended up telling yeah. my boss about it he was laughing before i even told him the story because he knew he already knew I'm like you asshole <laughs> I was like if you're gonna pay for my job, babe. <laughs> right uh, uh yeah I can't wait to get Senora's skull done oh, it's gonna be fun. so freaking huge yeah that one I'm gonna have to like soak soak in acetone for like six months a little greasy you think oh dude <laughs> if the amount of fat on him in general is any like you you got barometer you're gonna boil it or are you uh that skull you boil huh? it or are you trying to ant the thing how are you cleaning it i'll boil i don't have i don't have enough ants up here we don't have the yeah, right true. ants to that's true tear it apart so i'll it boil it it's, yeah. it's sitting in the freezer right now i was mm -hmm. like do i want to skin this like flesh this out and massacrate it right now and i'm like it's nine o'clock mm -hmm. i still gotta go dump this thing like yeah i'm not I'm not dealing with that. Uh, if you can get, if you can get some of that, you can usually get it like at Home Depot or wherever you get like industrial cleaning stuff. Um, if you get that like uh, super strong, uh, it's like usually it's like the Zep brand or whatever that the like heavy duty degreaser, like the dude barbecue and grill degreaser. Oxy clean, 
Yeah, OxyClean is good too. OxyClean works so good. Put some of that in the water while you boil it out, and it keeps a lot yeah. of that grease from soaking into the bone. I mean, you know this, but I know that's that has been a trick I've used a few right. times. You're also on a you're also on a podcast and explaining things to people, and I'm well, yeah, halfway through a hand rolled cigarette and just realized that that's what you were doing. That's what you were doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you how to taxidermy, but that's <laughs> that's worked out pretty well for me. No, yeah, no, that works super good. I've used the Zebs. I've used. OxyClean is my main thing, mm-hmm. um, but this one I'm, def- I'm definitely going to take my time on and pull all the teeth that mm-hmm. are going to come out ahead of time, yeah. like mid So you don't have to try to scrape them all off the bottom of the pot. Exactly. Set them aside and like kind of lay them out in a way that I know exactly where they're going to go. This Doing all these bears this yeah. last, or last couple of months was like... I'm never doing this again. Am like, I the only I, one that's oh, weird enough that I kind of enjoy that? It's like a puzzle. I've literally got. I a, hate finish work. I've I, never been, especially on skulls. I've I've always hated the finish. I've, work I've got a box of, like, of two coyote skulls that I found in the woods, and literally all the teeth were were there on the ground. Yeah. But I, I just put them in a box, and every time I run across that thing, because it'll get shuffled around, I'll pull it out because I'm trying to remember. Oh, what do I got in this box? And all the teeth are just scattered, running around in there. There's probably a couple deer teeth in there too. And I'll just yeah. sit down and I'll I'll just put all the te- I'll, I'll I'll you know one at a time until it I makes sense. It. Put all the teeth I back in it. between all of them, and it's I mean, that's just my fucked up jigsaw puzzle, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it for sure because <laughs> it is like there is some part of me that does enjoy it of just like okay, this is cool. It's but tedious. It's the fact of like it's no longer like fun. Like I was doing it mm. for customers and like, I needed to get these out cause I had them for too long and I don't want to do this kind of thing. Yeah. Like it, it, that's it, always been my problem is by the time I'm done with skulls, I'm just like, why it, do I do this? There's good money. In I, know, it. I probably like, should, I probably should take some on over the summer just as a, uh, as some extra, extra work. Stuff, yeah. But yeah, I kind of don't want to do any taxidermy either. Cause like you said, it's, no. it's a lot of work. It's dirty. It's grimy. And it's, uh, it takes it does take all the enjoyment out of it. So when you do want to do one of your own, you just end up not because I already know because I already know that I can't just do Senor Skull. No, because I just can't. If I've got the water going, like I need to do more than that. I know I've got my buddy's deer head in the fridge or freezer that's been in there since last season that he keeps bugging me about. And I'm like, listen, if you want to come pick up your freaking 80 pound doe skull that you decided that you <laughs> oh, needed no. to have your road. Because I've done every de- I've done every deer head that he's ever shot. Like I've processed and cut up and uh, euroed every deer he's done so far. So you, how much do you charge him? Uh, like hundred and fifty bucks. That's why you do every deer head. That's why he'll let. That's why he'll pay you to do a doe skull. You need to start charging more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, no, oh no, that's half the other reason I did. I stopped doing it. I'm like, I'm not charging enough, and I don't care. Like, I'm not right. I'm done. So, but I have that. I also have a black bear skull that a customer didn't want. Mm-hmm. So um, he kills one every year. He's like, I don't need another one. I was like, all right, cool. Mind if I snag it? And he goes, I don't give a shit. He's like, put it up on the wall. I'm like, perfect. So I have that to do. And then senor. So I'm like, all right. So I got to do three different species that all take different time to clean and somewhat different like technique. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like I was gonna say, get you a couple of talk to a couple of your people around there that have longhorns. Get you a couple of cool skulls while you're while you're at it. You know, make it a make it a day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wish I had a day. Right, <laughs> right. Well, that's a good thing though. That you keep them busy. No, exactly. I do love it when people are like, oh, when's your next like 
what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, either watching my kids or working. I don't know what. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad I was able to go pick up the piglets today yeah. and not Friday because Friday I would have had the kids. Yeah, they're good-looking like, piglets, too. They were pretty pretty good, bigger bigger than I was expecting when you said piglets. Dude, they're six weeks. That's that's pretty damn good for six weeks. Dude, Herefords? Herefords are the shit. But yeah, they really I, are. I've, every Hereford I've ever processed has been bang on. Really good shit. That's my that's my pig for life. I've done your like again. I've done Yorkshires and mm-hmm. but I haven't raised like a bunch of different breeds. I nailed it right off. The They're bat. good flavor, like really good flavor too. Oh yeah, and marbling is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, although yeah, Hereford was the only pig I've ever cut that uh, that was tough, but it was a seven year old yeah. boar. Oh well, yeah, seven hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, what one of them's a little runty. Yeah. But that thing is, he, he'll come right at, he'll be the first one to come right up to you and be like, what are you doing in here? Uh-huh. Like, it's like, all right, all right, little dude. He's got little man syndrome. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm pretty pumped about him. Nice. Hey, crickets. You have mountain that, lions uh, out there, Kyle? Uh, that's a loaded question. Are you asking about uh, mountain lions or cougars? Oh, uh, what? Are you asking about mountain lions or cougars? They're the same critter. Well, that just depends. Well, he definitely has yeah, cougars. Yeah, depends on what bar you're in. Um, <laughs> legally, uh, Fish and Game has stated that no, there are no mountain lions in New Hampshire. But I know people that for 20 years have been seeing them. I this is like this is the Bigfoot situation out here, where it's like you talk to somebody and they go, "Well, I've seen a mountain lion." They kind of go, "All right, yeah." But I have seen a mountain lion, and I'm like, yeah, they're fucking here. There is no way they're not. Uh huh. Yeah, I was uh, told that for years growing up uh, between Iowa and Illinois, and everybody I knew had seen something, had heard something. Uh, my uncle had run across tracks in a creek bottom. I had one run across a trail in front of me while I was deer hunting, and I was literally questioning myself because I know what I saw. But I was trying to convince myself that it, it, it was just a doe or a golden retriever uh-huh. or something of that color, you know. And then I went you back do. and you immediately do because it just seems like that can't be. And then I went and looked, and sure enough, there's big fucking cat prints. And I'm like, okay. And then come to find out about a year before I moved down here, they finally were like, well, we think maybe there may there's some isolated ones that have moved down from Minnesota. And then eventually mm-hmm. it comes out that, yeah, they've been quietly trying to reintroduce them, but didn't want to tell anybody because ranchers would probably go out and shoot them. No, right. they did because they're taking calves. Because that's, when, that's when we discover. That's when they ha- finally have to admit that, yes, they're here because someone shoots one killing a calf, and now you can't deny it. So, you know, well, it's, like, I, it's we, the state. Um, of course, the state's going to lie as long as they can yeah. get away with it. No, I've known people that have seen, have been walking through the woods, and there's just a deer skeleton like yep. 30 feet in the tree. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Huh. Wonder when that happened. I was driving to work. It was like 5 a.m. And I was, there's a, on my old way to work, there's like a straightaway, but it's super hilly. So okay. it almost looks like a Mario Kart track where it's like <laughs> up, down, up, down, up, down. Yep. And I'm coming down one of the hills and, Somewhere I've passed a thousand times. I see it was still kind of dark. It was like still not super. It was like late winter. So it was still kind of dark in the morning. And I see something cross the road. It's about the size of like a German Shepherd. And that's immediately what I thought. I'm like, oh, it's just a, just a dog. And then I just see that tail 
that like the tail waving tail. behind it. And uh, I'm like, there is no goddamn way that's German Shepherd. Holy shit. Right. But it's like, yeah. But they did that in um in Florida when they thought the Florida Panther was extinct. Mm-hmm. They were a bunch of people that were like, no, there are Flor- there are Panthers down here. They're yep. here. I've seen them. And the state was like, nope, there's not. Yep. And somebody called a bunch of um, mountain lion hunters from out in Arizona who ran dogs. And he's like, hey, come down here. And like they checked with the state. And he's like, do you have any problem with me running mountain lion dogs around here? And they're like, nope, there are no mountain lions. They dropped eight of them off on the state uh, it was like on the state house lawn like and they're like hey okay do something like and they're like they i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly they were talking about charging them and they're like we called you here's the record of it you told us there was nothing nope because apparently they asked it's like well what if we find one they're like shoot it like it's not there it's 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 not gonna happen yeah uh-huh. Cool. And then, like, two days, they dropped nine of them off. It's like, all right. So that's when they had to, like, Finally all of a sudden admit. be like, Florida Panthers are back. And then they reintroduced some from Texas back mm-hmm. into Florida. Yeah. And now they're having problems again. Yeah. When <laughs> I moved down around here, we were uh, – everybody was saying, oh, you know, they're, they're around here, but they're super rare. Like, uh, a male has about a 100-mile range, and there's really only about one per 100 miles. And you know, most people go their whole life and maybe ever see one. And then, you know, I talk to ranchers all the time and all my neighbors and just about every rancher that I've ever talked to has a story about it. And they're like, and now yeah. they'll always say the game warden tells you it's just a bobcat or it's a house cat. Like, first of all, I'm not stupid when it's two feet tall off the ground and it's got a tail as long as its body. That ain't no fucking bobcat. No. Um, but yeah, they're, they're like, well, they're, they're just, they're just rare around here. And then a couple years back, I was, I was out walking, uh, this crazy ass horse just on lead, uh, round, just do some exercise and always walk past this one area and never had much trouble. All of a sudden she just flips out, like goes straight up in the air and just like freaked out at this log. I'm like, what the hell? Just like nostrils flared, sniffing in the air. And I was like, what the hell? Go over there and look, she would go nowhere near it. Thinking it must have peed on it or something because I, I get over there and sure enough, there's a big ass cat print right on the other side of it. I've actually got yeah. it uh, cast. I, I have the oh, nice, well, kind of half ass cast. I found what I could. I found a bunch of old uh, like caulking and some shit I had laying around and basically tried to do the best I could and poured it. And I just like literally scooped up that piece of dirt and I have it in a five gallon bucket somewhere just sitting around. I'm like, <laughs> bullshit, this is my proof. They're here, you know. But the one right. that's that. You know, they don't want to admit it's that Texas thing is uh you probably never heard of it. It's called the Jagarundi. It's like no. spelled like Jaguar Undy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh they're they're down in Mexico, like they're confirmed down Mexico, Central America, whatnot, and they used yep. to actually be in Texas, especially southern Texas. Um, but the last one that's ever been confirmed seen was uh in near brownsville like right by the state line 1986 roadkill and yeah. they well, are you guys have you they, guys have that same thing with jaguars too like kinda, you got yeah. like and there was a big thing in the wild or a while back uh when they were talking about building the wall and all this and everything that was what the big environmental kerfluffle about it was everybody's like 
they'll never be able to regain their territory. This is a, a species that's extinct in the United States. They'll never be able to come back because you build a wall and it restricts movement, you know. So that that's one of the few references you can find about it. But they have covered right. this up to where there's like no references in the state. All the state shits about everything. You find anything about it. It's all people talking about how they are not here no matter what anybody tells you. Everybody right. who ever sees one, which there are thousands of people who have seen them, it's always a house cat or it's a bobcat with a tail. That's what you right. saw every time. Well, we're having that issue um, now with wolves coming down yeah. south, like migrating south. Ah. And again, it's it's one of those things that it's, mm -hmm. I am not saying with 100% fact that it's the case, but it's like, these aren't normal coyotes, bud. Yeah. Like, yep, yep. We, like, they're freaking huge. Yeah. I've got some that have got to be 100-pound dogs. Probably. Like, big. Yep. It's like, all right, cool. Let's call that a coyote. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they'll, they'll, they can interbreed, but still. Oh, yeah. Still. Well, that's the thing. It's coy, it's coy wolves. We have got, we've probably, if depending yeah. on who you talk to, we yeah. have a population of coy wolves. I'm still relatively Andrew. certain that this, uh, this thing that killed, I was losing last, last year. And it's actually, I've had a little, little spurt of it every year. Um, where most of the time I don't have a problem losing birds because I only have them out during the day. And right. everything that, that's kills the poultry is, you know, out at night. So, not everything, but you know, if I have a problem during the day, it's usually somebody's stupid dog, or maybe you have an issue with like a hawk or something. But most of the stuff I have is, is big enough, and if you have geese and stuff out with them, you don't usually have much issue. So I just had birds disappearing, like one a day, middle of the day. I was like, what the hell? So I'm I actually was sitting out. Uh, there's like a shipping container, just like storage container. Um, out back and uh, had a pretty good idea of where if anything was coming or going, which direction it'd be coming from. So I was just sitting up there, have a couple beers, sit in the lawn chair under a shade tree with the rifle, just watch mm -hmm. in the afternoons. And finally one afternoon, uh, I see something trying to take a damn duck. Um, and I thought at first it was a raccoon. I mean, I, was, I could swore it was a raccoon. Because it was the same color, solid gray. And these things come in through two phases, either a reddish brown or a gray. And they're one of the few cats that's like a solid color, um, other than like a mountain lion. They're actually the in the same like cat family tree, like they're the closest relative to a mountain lion. They're just a little smaller. Um, yep. They're lower to the ground. Their face looks kind of like an otter. And oh, their tail know, is as long as their body. But yeah. they're one of the few cats that's actually dineural. They hunt during the day, primarily. Right. None, of the, none of the other cats, they may, they could, but they're not known to, that's routinely they hunt during the day. These right. guys, they hunt during the day. And it was always about three in the afternoon. So right. sure enough, I see this thing. Um, I thought it was a raccoon. Get a shot off, it takes off in the woods. I could I was like, lose my mind. I could have swore that I had way longer of a tail than a raccoon. What the hell? This was at a distance. I couldn't get down there to really get a good shot at it again. And uh, thankfully, I didn't end up shooting the duck in the process. The next day, got a pen where there was a couple of um, scobies that were they were penned up because they had a nest and everything like that. And they're just kind of like in a dog kennel type thing. And yeah. I guess this thing didn't see me out there. It came out and started trying to jump up at the, at the, the door of the pen. And 
for all the people who are like, oh, it's a house cat. You're just confusing it for a house cat. I'm sorry. There's no house cat that can stand on its hind legs and reach up and basically touch the top of a six foot door. Yeah. No, that's not a house cat. Okay. <laughs> I'm not stupid. And, you know, I get, I couldn't have a shot at it there. So I start climbing down the ladder to get off this thing and it starts, it must have heard me take, take it off across the yard. I got three shots at the damn thing and never saw it again. But the year before, about the same time, um, I had had a goose that uh, just all of a sudden, like nothing ever messes with the geese. But all of a sudden, something came up from under an outbuilding. I, I figured it was it had to be a bobcat. But now I'm questioning whether it was. It was the middle of the day, slipped out, grabbed it. All the other geese kind of like started making a, a big kerfluffle. I end up going out there to see what's up. And I saw a cat zip out towards the edge of the woods. But and I was worried about the damn bird. I go out there and get it. It's gushing blood from its neck. And by the time I actually got anything, you know, got to it, it bled out. But it was just two puncture wounds right at the base of the at the base of the skull, right on the throat. I'm like, that's a cat. Nothing else kills like that. Uh, I think I think you're over overthinking uh, the chupacabra <laughs> possibilities. Right? No, you but I mean, it was it was just one of those things. I'm like, there's one of these damn cats around here. And it's been three years in a row. That it's always about the same time of the year. It's like it's moving through as they migrate. So, yeah, it makes sense. And I mean, if you look online, like, you talk that's to like people, the crazy are, thing when it's like you but, get down to the nitty gritty of yeah. like the states just don't want to have to handle this animal. Like well, they don't, don't want to have to deal with whatever know, goes into it. They don't want the uh, they don't want the publicity of it. Here's the other fun thing where it comes to the conspiracy side of it. Um, it's several years back. Um, this was like I think about a decade ago. They were talking about, there's a big, I forget where it is. I'd have to look it up. There's a big nature preserve in Texas, a little farther out, uh, central West Texas. And they yeah. were talking about reintroducing a breeding population of them out there to bring them back. And now this was a, this was a federal thing. That's right. It's federal land. This was a federal program in cooperation with the state, obviously. Right. Well, if you look at it, there's been no mention of it. Nobody talks about it. This has just kind of been dead in the water and there's no posts, nobody discussing it. I found that while I was digging stuff up, that and all the, the you know, complaining about the idea of a wall and everything. That's all you can really find in relation to this thing in Texas. But if you read it, their goal, I think, was to have 40 breeding pairs, if I recall, or maybe it was 100. But it was a pretty significant number of breeding pairs of adults by 2040. That's crazy. And I was like, well, you can't tell me, but that's the goal by 2040. And they haven't already started because you don't just right. airdrop 200 cats into the middle of a national forest. That's not how that works. That no. They made that plan. They're actively. But then you've got this, the Texas uh, Fish and Wildlife going, they're not here. They don't exist. You guys are crazy. We have cameras all over the woods everywhere. And we would have known by now. I'm right. convinced that if you had known, you wouldn't have told us because you're the government. You're not going to say well, that's where it's like the one pack of like they'll actually say like we think that this might be koi wolves. Uh -huh. Like we, it's the one that everyone is like this one's probably true. Uh -huh. Is literally the southernmost point of the state. So uh -huh. you're telling me <laughs> that you next door to Maine don't potentially have these? Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like. You're telling me that these things just at the New Hampshire border were like, nope, can't go in there. Followed the main border all the way down. 
and are just hanging out by the seacoast. Well, yeah, because like, animals animals care about you know border lines on a map, obviously. For sure. You know, yeah. It's like the people who there are all kinds of people you talk to them that live like 50 miles south of the Texas border in Mexico, big ass ranches, and they've got all kinds of pictures of them. They hunt them, they've got pelts on the wall. And but they're like, nope, they, they haven't made it north of the border yet. Really? Yeah, really. You think that thing population can't, 50 miles south, you have a population. You think that thing can't cross the damn Rio Grande in the middle of the summer when it's freaking two foot wide? Are you kidding me? You know. <laughs> Yeah, I love all that shit. Like, I love learning about all, like, the... Cryptozoology. <laughs> yeah. And, like, just, like, animal movements and, like, of course, like, that makes sense. Of course that's there and yeah. this, that, and the other. Or what used to be there. Like, I think Brian had a question, like, a perfect cup question a while back where it was, like, if you could go back in time in a bubble to any time, I said the place to see. I want to see... Yeah, that'd be cool. Like what the world like what the united states looked like before people like as the first person stepped on over the land with all the like, megafauna the back then yeah all the crazy yeah shit. like yeah. what the hell was here i mean short-faced bears ground sloths um the for the whatever bison breed was back then i forget what it was called just because you'd want to try to eat that bison. All of them. that's all it is you just want to eat them all yeah <laughs> oh, I want to cut those up. I want to cut up a short-faced bear. Are you kidding me? Can, like, you, can you bring a tractor back with you? Was that part of the question? <laughs> I'll, I'll gutless method that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will figure it out. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm going to wrap up the, the recording side of the podcast here, guys. So I, I'm going to keep the nest open here. We'll just bullshit. But well, I just remembered it's still going back there. So. We'll uh, go ahead and cut that all off. And everybody who's listening to the audio side of the podcast, I'll get this uploaded here real quick. And uh, appreciate everybody hanging out and listening. And uh, should be back here next Tuesday, if not before. If somebody wants to get on the show for an interview, I am looking for some good interview shows. And uh, hopefully those will be coming you up. You should get Joe on. So, yeah. Yeah, I should. I should. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap up the audio side. We're going to kill that and end that broadcast. And...